بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله أما بعد. So inshallah, we are continuing on with Imam Ghazali Rahmatullah's book, The Forty Principles of the Religion. And so far, we have completed the first section, the first of four sections of the book. The first section deals with the sum of knowledge and its principles, different things related to our aqidah in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, our belief in Allah. Now, the second section deals with outer actions. Okay, the outer actions, the forms, the different ibadat that we perform in terms of salah, zakat, uh, salm, hajj, things like that. So the first thing, the first principle that Imam Ghazali Rahmatullah speaks about in this section is regarding salah. Salah, right? It is the most important outer action that a person performs, right? Salah. It is the thing that distinguishes a Muslim from a non-Muslim. What is the thing that distinguishes a Muslim from a non-Muslim? Obviously our beliefs. But what is the action that we perform that distinguishes us from disbelievers? It is Salah. So Imam Ghazali Ali mentions the hadith of the Prophet wasallam, in which the Prophet wasallam said, Prayer is the religion's pillar. It is the pillar of religion. A pillar is something that the building stands on. If the pillar is weak, then what happens? The entire building is weak. The entire structure is weak. So for our deen, the pillar that our deen is standing upon, the pillar that our deen is relying upon is salah. So the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, prayer is the religion's pillar. Imam Ghazali rahmatullah says, know that in your prayer, you are conversing with your Lord. We are communicating with Allah when we are praying. Therefore, look at how you pray and be vigilant regarding three matters so that you may be from among those who guard and establish the prayer. So when we're praying to Allah, we have to look at this as a communication with Allah. It's a way that we're conversing with Allah. It's not just an ibadah that you know, we have to do, we have to wake up in the morning, we have to pray you know, two sunnah, two fajr, then you know, we just get it out of the way type of a thing that some people may look at salah as. Rather, salah is a way that we communicate with our Lord, the one who created us. So what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say in regards to salah? Allah says, وَأَقِيمُ الصَّلَةِ In another ayah, establish prayer. Allah does not just say to pray. Allah says to establish prayer. Why? Because prayer is a way of life. It's literally a way of life. When a person is praying all of their salahs, their day is structured around the prayer. They're remembering Allah in the morning, in the early afternoon, in the late afternoon, in the evening time, at night time. If they're fortunate enough to pray tahajjud, may Allah make us all fortunate to pray tahajjud, ameen. Then they're also remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the middle of the night as well. So their entire day is structured around salah. So Allah is saying, establish your prayer. What is the quality? What, how does Allah describe the believers? He says, وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْآخِرَةِ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِهِ وَهُمْ عَلَىٰ صَلَاتِهِمْ يُحَافِظُونَ Allah does not say that they, they, they pray their salah. Allah says that they are vigilant about their prayer. You hafilun, right? What is a hafil? A hafil is one who memorizes the Qur'an. They protect the Qur'an. So Allah describes the believers as being those individuals who protect their salah. Literally, they're protecting their salah. They're making sure that they're not missing their salah. Whenever they're, you know, they pray the salah, they're thinking about, okay, when is the next salah? And they're, this is what's on their mind. They're conscious about 
worshiping Allah and they always want to worship Allah and they're protecting their salah, right? Like a like a prized item, like a valuable item. Right? That's how we should be approaching our prayer. Now Imam Ghazali, as, as you just uh, heard, Imam Ghazali says be vigilant about three matters. And today we're going to cover the first. The first matter in this is being vigilant about ritual purification by perform, performing ablution, wudu, well before the prayer. Performing wudu well is to carry out all of its recommended acts and the related remembrances for each part of it. So the first thing obviously is that the key to salah is wudu. In order for salah to be valid, one of the conditions for salah to be valid is that a person has to be in the state of wudu. Now wudu does not just mean that we quickly, you know, wash our limbs, we wash our face, wash our arms, you know, wipe over our head, wash our feet, just complete the faraid quickly. But we should literally look at wudu as a form of ibadah. When we're performing wudu, we should understand that this is a form of ibadah. And just like any ibadah, we should try to do it with perfection. What does that mean? That we take our time. We try to follow the sunnah. We follow, try to follow the sunnah of wudu. All of the different things that the Prophet used to do during wudu, the etiquettes of wudu. How the Prophet ﷺ made wudu. And when you make wudu in accordance to trying to fulfill the sunnah acts as well as the etiquettes, you will feel a difference in that wudu. Right? It's not just something that you quickly have to do. Rather, it's a form of ibadah. And your sins are being forgiven as well. As the Prophet ﷺ taught us. Also make sure of the purity of your clothes, your body, and the water that you use for ablution with the concern that does not allow the door of misgivings to open. Because shaitan will obviously try to trick you. Okay? If you don't make wudu properly, what's going to happen is shaitan tries to put doubts in your mind. Right? This is a, unfortunately a common problem that many people face. Shaitan whispers to them. He whispers to them that, oh, you know, your, your wudu isn't done properly. You have to go make wudu again. And so you'll see some people who have these um, you know, they, they suffer from these uh, whispers from shaitan And they're constantly thinking Is my wudu valid? Do I have wudu? Do I have wudu? Do I have wudu? These are just tricks from shaitan right? These are wasawis These are whispers from shaitan When a person makes wudu properly Then they should understand that my wudu is valid Any whispers that I hear Any doubts that I have Whether my wudu is valid or not These are just from shaitan I'm not going to give them any attention I'm not going to pay attention to them So what does Imam Ghazali Rahmatullah mention? There are four things you have to make sure are purified Right? You have to make sure that your body is pure by performing wudu or ghusl if necessary. You have to make sure that your clothes are pure as well. Right? If you have najasa on your clothes, if you have more than a dirham's worth of najasa, which can be calculated by if you were to take water in your hand, in one hand, the water that remains, right? if, you fill your water, if you fill your hand with water, the water is going to fall from your hands, right? obviously. So the water that remains... Okay, the water that remains in this little circle area of the, of the palm, that is how big a dirham is. So if you have more than that much najasa on your clothes, then your, on your body or your clothes, then your salah will be invalid. So you have to make sure that your clothes are pure too. Also the place of prayer, right? The musalla or the ground that you're praying on, the carpet that you're praying on, or if you're praying outside, the area that you're praying, you have to make sure that it's clean. And finally, last but not least, it's also something that is very important, is to make sure that your heart is pure. To make sure that your heart is clean. And that is the pinnacle of worship, right? The, the pinnacle of, uh, of the salah. The way that you reach peak enjoyment in salah and benefit from salah is to make sure that you are attentive in your heart as well. In your mind, that you are focusing on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? 
So therefore we have to make sure that we are keeping these things in mind. This is the first thing that Imam Al-Zari Rahmatullah mentions. And inshallah this is where we'll end today. So we should make sure that when we approach Salah, we should approach Salah as a form of Ibadah. We should understand that it is something that is extremely important in our Salah, uh, is extremely important in our deen. And we have to make sure that our body is clean, our clothes are clean, our place of prayer is clean, and also that our hearts are clean. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khilqi Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.